When you build a relationship with plants, you build a relationship with the frequency. You build a relationship with the spirit. You build a relationship with assisting the plant in balancing its own vibration. Welcome to On the Cusp of Something Beautiful, where we discuss a range of topics centered around art, creativity, mental health and wellness, and my favorite thing to talk about, listening to our intuitive guidance. I'm your host, Amikale Imani, and this podcast is simply a guide to welcome you back to your truest self. Each episode, I get radically honest on how I navigate being an intuitive creator, the struggles, the wins, the lessons, and of course, the intuitive hits. My hope is that you hear something today that reminds you of who you are and why your gifts, whatever they may be, are valuable and important to be shared with the world. So welcome home, friend. I hope you're ready to meet your highest, most beautiful, and rarest self. Hello, beautiful beings. Welcome back to another episode So glad to be back. So glad to have you all here tuning in, listening in, whatever day or time it may be for you. Thank you so much for for your patience, (laughs) for your understanding. And we're going to get into all of that, what I've been up to, what I've been going through, how I'm feeling. We all, and please excuse any loud noise that you hear in the background of me recording. Um, they are working on, they're doing some construction or some maintenance work or something somewhere outside, but it sounds like they're in my living room. So I apologize for that. Hmm. Where to begin? Okay. So let's start with the move. So as you all know, I moved at the end of May. And so I was supposed to have moved to Santa Fe, uh, New Mexico. And, um, But things just were not working out the way that initially, like the week or two prior to, everything was just kind of going into place, being, you know, everything was just like working it out. At least I was, you know, working everything out, right? And so I somehow, and this was just intuition, it's just, it's, it's funny how sometimes you'll just like pick a day to do things and not even realizing. Like when I chose to move on the date that I did, it, I didn't even know that it was going to be the full moon. And then we had the eclipse and then Mercury retrograde started. Like I didn't know any of that. I was just like, oh, this date feels good. Like I'm going to do that date. So of course shit starts hitting the fan like the week of. And I'm like, huh, this is interesting. This is interesting. So it was a lot of that. Me just having to be super mindful, super present, super, super aware, really trying to maintain my energy because I, you know, this is a pretty big move. So I had a lot of anxiety and I just wanted everything to go well and to be smooth. So I was just trying to balance all of that out. And so literally like the week of things just kind of started falling through. I was trying to like scramble last minute um, to, to do, you know, to get, um, reach out to people. Just trying to, just trying to still put pieces in place and trying to work it out. And then I, at some point I was just like, you know what? I'm having to do a lot more work um, than I than I feel like I need to be doing. So this is this is information here, right? This is information. So literally the day of that I'm moving, um, my mom was like, you know what? You don't have to rush. Like you can come stay with me for you know a couple of weeks, however long you need. 
And, and then you can go on and do, you know, what you plan to do. And I was like, damn, you know what? Like, and I'm just thinking we're moving the whole day and I'm just literally going back and forth in my mind. Like, should I go ahead and go? Cause the flight was already booked. Everything's done. Right. Like, dang, should I go ahead and go? Like, I don't know. Um, and so I finally came to the agreement, literally like, like midnight ish. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to push it back. So I'm, I'm on the phone with Delta for like five hours. Y'all trying to get this, this flight pushed back. Whatever I did what I needed to do, got it done, got it pushed back. And I just felt like <sighs> I could breathe, you know? Like, okay, cool. I can breathe. I'm not in a rush. I'm not panicking. I'm not trying to stress out. I'm not trying to worry. Like, none of that. I'm just going to come here, wait out this Mercury retrograde. Cause that's clearly what is being asked of me. Get myself together. Put some ducks in a row. Like, do what I need to do to continue working on my business. And then we'll just move forward from there. We'll see what happens from there. Um... And so that's what I did, y'all. That's what I've been doing. Um, so I've just, it, it took me the first couple of weeks, definitely the first week to just get situated, just to get like in a groove, in my rhythm. Um, because I'm, one thing about me, I'm, I'm very, I'm slow to change. So just coming from, you know, having my own place and space, even though I had a roommate, but you know, you have your own room, you have your own space, every, you know, everything has its place and you know, all that. And third, it's a different energy when you're moving into someone else's space, right? And you're trying to be accommodating or, or be mindful of like how much, I don't want to say how much space you're taking up, but just being mindful, right? Because now you're in someone else's home and, and just trying to be respectful of, of that, of the living space and arrangement that I'm in right now. Um, and just trying to work around everyone's schedule, you know, between me and my mom, we're both having like Zoom sessions with clients and stuff like that. My sister's in school. So it's a lot of just trying to work around schedules, trying to just be, you know, like I said, just respectful of everyone's time and space. Um, and in my, and, you know, my mom's apartment, it's a small apartment. So it's, it's tight. <laughs> but I will say this, though, I really had to obviously find the lesson, find the silver lining, find the blessing, all of that, which I made a promise to myself sometime either earlier this year or last year, I was like, I'm going to look at every lesson as this is helping me to get to X place. This is helping me to learn, helping me to grow. So it was a little tough to swallow, like having to move back in with my mom and sister. But I also knew that in my hardest of hearts, it relieved a lot of pressure. It relieved a lot of anxiety. So clearly for me, that is me getting back into balance with my peace. Okay. And that's what I'm all about. Period. Point blank for like I just don't have time to be up in arms anxious worried afraid like I don't have time for any of that so if I need to step back regain some clarity like anything that anything anything that, uh, excuse me anything that allows me to relieve pressure and stress for myself is the direction that I need to be going in because that's just how I want to feel like that's just how I want to feel I mean it's like when you know what peace feels like that's just, that's what you want always, you know? So it's like, yeah, ego may not want this thing. Ego, of course, obviously we want to just get to the destination. We want to get to where we want to go. But higher self knew that, okay, we need to take advantage of this opportunity, this space that we're in right now, and use that as motivation to continue to go in the direction that we want to go in, okay? So, oddly enough, like I said, I moved the day of the full moon. I'm sorry, the yeah, the full moon eclipse. I believe it was Sagittarius. 
And so for me, from full moons, yeah, I'll do like a burning ritual or whatever. But because I was moody and I was just all over the place, I was like just mentally just kind of reflecting like, what am I letting go of? What am, what am I releasing? I didn't really know at the time. I was like, I'm not feeling anything yet until I started really reflecting on just everything that I had gone through, everything that I was having to really just like come to terms with. And I was just like, okay, what was, what got us here? What brought us to this place? Like what signs did I miss? What was I not? being aware of or conscious of like something something happened here in this moment in this space um so I did a little bit of reflecting on that and I just heard the clearest day spirit was like you procrastinated you procrastinated and I was like oh okay so I'm reflecting back okay where did I procrastinate how did I procrastinate I thought I was doing everything I needed to do to get me to where I wanted to go and yes in that moment I was when I look back and think of the actions and the steps that I was taking yes I did feel like I was doing everything I needed to do but obviously hindsight being 2020 and I'm now in this place this space you know um and looking back I'm like ah, oh, okay could have did could have did you know a little bit extra here could have went a little bit further in this place could have did a little bit more research here like I was really just obviously just having to be honest with myself because that's the only way we're going to grow and learn and get to those next levels get to the next levels um in areas that we want to go in life so I'm like all right cool like we procrastinated I know this is something that I've always dealt with but like this isn't this isn't like I, you know, I didn't pay my a bill on time or I didn't turn in a homework assignment or I didn't, you know, I didn't get started on a homework assignment. Like this is like real life, like things and decisions and choices that I'm making and the outcomes are being um, affected because of some form of, and we can just call it what it is, negligence, um, procrastination, um, self-sabotage. You, you can put any name on to it, right? And so really looking at that, I was like, okay, spirit. So, so this is fine. Okay, cool. You've, you've given me the thing that I need to let go of what I need to release. So I'm like, okay, how, how am I getting over this? Like, how am I learning? Like, how am I, how can I use, what can I do to overcome this? And so this is something that I've been putting into practice a lot when I'm having these real, like, reflective moments with myself and I'm seeing like okay this is where I went left this is where I could have showed up better for myself I talked to my team I call them the high council I talked to my high council and I'm like okay cool so what do we need to do about this this is a problem this is something that needs to be looked at worked through healed so what are we doing about this you know what do how can I show up for myself more so that this isn't a continual cycle pattern habit loop all those things that keep us just stuck in stagnant. And so Spirit gave me this challenge from procrastinator to proactivator, a seven day challenge to challenge me on my procrastination. I was like, okay, cool. Never done a challenge before. Um, sounds like fun. And, and I was just like, I know if I need this, I'm sure somebody else needs this. So, you know, I'll, put it out there, let people sign up. And um, so that's exactly what I did. And it really, whew, it really, really, really just opened my eyes so, so, so much. I learned so much about procrastination, the types of procrastinators. Um, the really, for me, I feel like just getting to that fear of why am I procrastinating? There's a 
fear here, okay? There's something that I'm afraid to either look at or something that I'm afraid to just deal with head on. There's, this, there's a fear here that is blocking me, preventing me from really doing the things that I need to do to align myself with what I want. And so my, I feel like my um, method to really self-healing, I should say, it's just like, it's always going to come from a mental health perspective. It's always going to come from an emotional health and wellness perspective because for me, that's just, those are just have, those have just been my, I don't want to say weak spots, but just moment, those have been my places within myself that need extra support, extra love, extra nourishment, extra encouragement. So I'm always going to come from things from essentially a psychological point of view, just because I believe so heavily that the mental affects the emotional and the emotional affects the mental and all of those, and those two things combined obviously affect the physical. So that's what's going to keep you deciding and choosing to not take action, right? Or choosing to be overwhelmed by your fears or choosing to, you know, make decisions that necessarily aren't benefiting you. And so, man, oh man, oh man, oh man, it was a an amazing, amazing, amazing challenge, an amazing experiment. Um, and it really, it really just kind of like put a lot of other pieces into place for me <laughs> that I'm working on. Um, and so it was, it was just as all in all, just a great, 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 great catalyst for getting me out of procrastination, literally just that, getting me out of procrastination, showing up every day, some form or fashion. So there was daily emails that went out to educate you, inform you, get you motivated to take action, get you um, to do that self-reflection and do that inner work. You know what I mean? So you can really heal this thing from the root. And we're not just like bypassing, oh, okay, that's nice, that's great, and just keep pushing. Like, no, like, what is it at the root? Where does this come from? How can we nip this in the bud so that way this isn't a continual pattern? This isn't a cycle. You know what I'm saying? You're moving out of this and into what you want to be doing, which is essentially accomplishing your goals, okay? And so... What else? I'm just like, <laughs> ah, I mean, yeah, procrastination. It's a, it's a big thing. It really is. It's a big thing. And it shows up in so many different ways. It can be so nuanced. It can be so loud. Um, and it's just, it's just something that, especially as I continue to grow my business and just I'm wanting to expand and do other things. It's something that just needs to, that needed to be dealt with now. So I'm glad, every, you know, like I said earlier, hindsight is twenty twenty. I'm glad everything worked out the way it did because I needed to see myself this way. And especially while I'm in this middle space, I'm in this in-between space of where I was and where I'm going, I wanted to utilize this time, this space um, into something that, again, could still benefit me in the long run that can still allow me to work on my business that can still allow me to integrate and heal and and still be in motion still be moving forward even though I may not be moving forward in in the way that I want to be but still finding the silver lining like I said earlier still 
allowing this to be an opportunity for growth. So um, I'm also later on, I'm gonna, also going to um, talk about three major, 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 major takeaways from this challenge. But before I do that, I also want to let you guys know um, I'll be kicking off my weekly newsletter this Sunday, okay? That's something that's been orbiting me for months. And to be honest, creating this challenge really kicked me into gear because it forced me to start my subscriber list. It just made me put structure to chaos, right? So I had all these email addresses um, from earlier when I started my course and and um, and I was like, okay, yeah, I have this email address. I just need to put it to form. I just need to put structure to the chaos. So that's really what being a creative is all about anyways. And it can look different in so many ways. Um, a lot of people underestimate the creative aspects of gathering information or data or putting structure to, to um, that data in a logical, understandable, and inspiring manner. And and what I mean by inspiring is that it excites you to uphold the system or, or maybe someone you've hired, you know, has created. And that is the magic. That is the magic because oftentimes, too, as a creative, when you have ideas and downloads and insights coming, you know, every which way, you need to have systems in place that will create that order. So a little tangent about that, but I bring that up because the more I start to expand my business, and I'm wanting to add all these different layers and aspects and, 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 and opportunities, it, it really helps if you're organized <laughs> out the gate, you know? It's going to be hell later when you're trying to duplicate a system or process or even just add to it. So that's something I'm learning, especially in the realm of patience. Like, don't rush to build something. Don't rush to start something. Like really allow it to unfold in your rhythm, in your t aligned time frame. Like don't get, you know, worried or, or frightened or fearful about what everybody else got going on. Like follow your energy, follow your authentic flow. Nip the procrastination in the bud because that's what's going, that's what's slowing you down. You know what I'm saying? Um, but do that with love, compassion, patience, kindness, like all those things. Give yourself grace, you know, but don't allow it to be an excuse, you know. And um, so, yes, what else? What else? What else? What else? I know it's been so long, two weeks. Man, oh, man, oh, man. Um, mm, also, I have my course launching in July. Um, for Activate Your Soul, Activate Yourself class will kick off July 11th. I am super, super, super excited about it. I'm only looking to have about five to seven enrollees for this next launch um, because I want it to be super intimate and impactful. And um, I really like having, having, being able to really engage in discussion and conversation. And so it really helps if you have, you know, a, a manageable size of people who, can, who are really able to, who feel comfortable enough to give their feedback, to share their thoughts and their feelings. Um, Cause this is soul work. This is soul level work. That's something that spirit really had to like bring it to my attention. Like you work with the soul, you work with the soul. And I feel like I had a little bit of like, 
apprehension about really just like owning that. But like literally everything that I do, every idea that I get, every just download, every insight, any all the creative things that I want to do, it just taps into people's soul. Like 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 that's what I want to do. I want to work with people's souls. Like I want people to work with their own souls. I want to teach them how to really, truly connect with themselves at a deeper level. So that way they can really, really, really display their most authentic essence. You know what I'm saying? And that comes with soul care. It comes with soul discovery, soul healing. And so for me, I just have to own that fact that that this course is about really tapping into your soul's authentic expression, getting to the root of whatever is holding you back from, from uh, sharing that expression because that is your authentic self. That is your most authentic self, you know? And so that's why I am so committed to working with creatives. And by the way, I believe that we are all creatives. Um, you just have to believe that you're a creative. <laughs> so I, I work with people who, who identify as being a creative because that is how the soul expresses itself. And again, like I was saying earlier with, um, you know, just coming up with systems and flows and like, that's a creative process too. Like those people who are, who have that type A level of creativity, like those Virgos, those people who, those people who are like, I need systems, flow, structures to create properly. I'm like, I feel you, okay? Because as someone who's trying to learn to have more of those skills, like that shit comes in handy. Like I said, when you're when you're building something, whether it's your business, whether it's your social media platform, whatever it is, when you're building and creating from the ground up, you cannot rush it, A, and B, there needs to be organization, structure, flow. Like it just it just needs to be, and in some form of container. And that's something Spirit's always telling me, create the container, create the container, create the container. So that's constantly my lesson is creating the container. So that way, Spirit, Universe, Source, God, the Creator can fill it up. And essentially, that container being filled up is you. You are filling that container up through your medium of choice, through your creativity, through your perspective, through your philosophy, through your knowledge, all of those things. Like you are the resource that is creating that, that is filling that container. So it's really important to be mindful of that, you know? So yes, so back to, back to the course, right? So I, I will... Um, share a little bit about the course. So like I said, it's called Activate Your Soul. Activate Yourself. It kicks off July 11th. Um, this is a transformational seven-week course with group coaching. Like I said, five to seven enrollees is what I'm looking to stay within just to keep it super intimate, super personal. Um, and you can really get that, that, that um, intimate level of transformation. Um, and it's also an intensive, I like to add that too, it's a seven-week intensive course. Um, I have to preface that because I really created this course for the conscious creative who already has a relationship with their soul, their purpose, but they're just wanting to go deeper. They're wanting to connect deeper with themselves, deeper with their intuition, really getting out of that shame and guilt of following their own authentic path for listening to their intuitive guidance in the way that it shows up for them 
You know what I'm saying? Coming out of those people-pleasing thoughts, mindsets, beliefs, like, oh, I have to adhere to what everybody else around me wants for me so I can make them comfortable to be around me. Like, no, we're not doing none of that. That's not that's not what this course is for. No, 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 no. This course is about coming out of that, shedding anything that is not authentic to who you are, point blank and all of the period. And that starts with soul level work, okay? So... Like I said, these are for the people who are really wanting to identify and get to the root of the people-pleasing, of the perfectionism, of the self-abandonment, all the things we tend to do to self-sabotage our growth. Like I said, wanting everybody around us to be comfortable with who we are, you know, and meanwhile, we are so uncomfortable with ourselves because we're focused on making everyone comfortable around us, and that's just not living life, eh? And that's just not being authentic, okay? So the course... Um, really um, is about taking that next step into self-mastery, you know, healing the patterning, healing the blocks, um, the cycles, the loops, those aspects of ego that are just still keeping us stagnant, keeping us stuck. And the course is, this course is the gateway to clearing out those blocks, clearing the path for our soul, clearing the path for our, our authentic essence to really come through and shine on all the parts of the world around us and beyond okay all the parts around us and beyond all right that we are meant to touch so and that comes through our creativity through our self-expression through our soul okay because the soul uh the soul is such a beautiful aspect of life it really is of source you know so it, we owe it to ourselves to have a relationship with our soul and to allow our souls to to um have space to express itself um and so that's something that i always tell myself it's a mantra that i created to remind myself that we are here to tame the ego and free the soul and right now a lot of us are still being run by ego loops and ego um just ego pro egoic programs and conditioning through society through upbringing through all those things and this is life work. You know what I'm saying? This is why I say that this work is soul level work because this is a life work process. This is something that we will all be doing and literally until the day we die. We are meant to grow and evolve every day, every week, every month, every year. Like there's no like, oh, I've learned everything I need to know. I'm going to go sit over here and mind my business. Like, no, no. You are going to continue to grow and evolve. And when you're not growing and evolving, you're stagnant. You know, that if you can, that's just like a common, that's just like a natural law of like life, nature, everything. Like if a plant's not growing, it's dying. So keep that in mind, y'all. Um, so yeah, that's a little tidbit about the course. If that sounds like the kind of transformation you're looking for, go ahead and schedule your free clarity call. Okay. The link is in the show notes, or you can text activate to 718 223 three six five seven okay and i can send you a link from there um and you can schedule your clarity call that way you know get a little bit more info get some more insight and see if this course is you know in fact a good fit for you so i look forward to spending uh, to speaking with some of you all yay <laughs> also if you enroll in the course by july 1st you'll get an amazing discount on the course plus an additional one-on-one -on -one session with moi. So the course already includes a one-on-one -on -one session with me, 
But if you sign up by July 1st, you'll get an additional one-on-one. So you'll get two one-on-ones with me um, along with the group coaching. And for anyone who's wanting to go through this program solo, like, yo, I just need you. I just need to be you and me one-on-one, like the whole, for the whole seven weeks, I do as well offer that. So that's not a problem at all. If you're someone that's like, no, I feel like I need like one-on-one for the whole seven weeks for the entire course. Definitely let me know if that's something that you're wanting instead. Not a problem. We can definitely do that as well. Um, uh, what else? Oh, also don't forget y'all for anyone on Clubhouse, please be sure to join us on Clubhouse every Friday at 7 p.m. Um, I host weekly Clubhouse chats on different topics. Um, y'all know my vibe, mental health and wellness, creativity, spirituality, all those beautiful things. <laughs> I'm also going to be doing more rooms throughout the week. Maybe like one more room, maybe like one extra room throughout the week. Yeah. Um, cause I want to start doing like some intuitive like sessions. Like I have my good friend, um, Diane who will like, she'll come on and do like tarot readings. So I definitely want to have like more rooms dedicated solely for that. Um, but I'll like, like I said, I'll add on like, you know, eventually as I, as I build up more momentum. But I think again, I don't want to overwhelm myself cause I have other things that I'm working on and doing, but I definitely want to offer, um, to offer that. Cause I, see, I see a lot of people doing that tarot Tuesday, tarot Thursday. I see I've, I've been in human design rooms, all kind of stuff. Clubhouse is really cool. Really, really, really fun. Um, so insightful. I mean, you, you know, you have the ratchet side as with anything else on the internet or the apps or whatever, but I myself use it for <laughs> growth and advancement. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so I, if you're interested in that, head to the link in the show notes, you can join the On the Cusp Wellness Club, so that way you can be notified, um, when I schedule rooms, when I start a room, all that. What else? Um, so yeah, so I talked about my, my newsletter. Did I talk about my newsletter? So I have a newsletter that's coming. Yes, I did. I'd mentioned earlier. So again, um, I have a newsletter that's coming starting this Sunday. Again, hit the link in my bio um, that says join my newsletter. That way you can be added to the list and uh, be in the know with all the latest things we have going on here at On The Cusp Wellness. What else, y'all? I'm, right, I'm trying to like catch y'all up to speed. This is a long intro. Um, mm, have I talked about my book that I'm reading? I'm, so I'm currently reading The Science of Getting Rich. Um which I think I'm going to do either like an episode about that or just just to break down some of my favorite parts. Um, it's an interesting read, I will say. I'm doing the audio book. Uh, so this is my first audio book, y'all. I've, I'm finally on the wave. I'm finally on the wave and I kind of love it um, because I'm such a traditionalist when it comes to reading books. Like I like to physically hold the book, flip the page, you know, highlight the things that are standing out to me. Um, and, and just also, honestly, as someone who has just always dreamt of having a library in their home, like since I was a kid, I've always wanted a library in my home. Collecting books is really special for me. So I enjoy collecting books. I enjoy buying books. Um, but for this, I'm like, for this book, if I'm, if I really feel like I need to add it to the library, I will. But for right now, audiobook is cool. It's working. I like it. <laughs> Um, and I finished, so the book is two and a half hours long and I finished it the first day. I was like, Oh, wait a minute. This audio book thing is okay. This is, this is, this is something here. Um, but I've also been going back and re-listening to it because I've, that's one thing I've noticed. I don't absorb or obtain the information 
the same way as when I'm reading it, you know? So I will say that. Um, it's like you almost kind of still need to sit down and be present and like take notes. Or like I said, what I've been doing, just listening to it on repeat for a few days to like really get it into your mind. But again, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying experimenting with, you know, a lot of the concepts in the book and like with, you know, listening to it on audiobook. I kind of just like when it comes to my mind, I'm like, oh, let me like reread that chapter. Let me just, I just, anytime I think about it, I just play it, you know, just to really get that information going through my mind. Okie dokie. So really quickly, I wanted to share three things I learned from my seven day challenge from procrastinator to proactivator. Um, so yeah, so three things that really stood out, or st- I'm sorry, that really stuck with me after the challenge. Um, and to be honest, I'm still, I'm still in the challenge. So even though Technically, it's seven days for me. I personally was like, I'm going to do this thing for 21 days. So it's, I'm not doing everything from the challenge, but I'm, I'm I'm utilizing a lot of the skills that I learned throughout the challenge every single day. Okay. So I'm still making sure I do one thing towards my business. One thing to maintain consistency, like just literally just one thing for me to be able to show up and what I am wanting to accomplish, period. And so, um, like I said, the main goal for me was the was to build up the consistency. And that's something I definitely got out, out of this challenge because I can recognize much more clearly when I'm procrastinating. And I'm able to give myself the space to not only see it, but like, you know, just to feel it. Because I'm checking in with my emotions. Why am I procrastinating right now? What am I afraid of? And so that's tip number one when you're setting that goal. The thing that you're wanting to accomplish, you have to get to the root of the fear. You know, what has been holding you back from going ahead and completing this goal? Are you avoiding it? Um, over-idealizing the goal maybe? Like, are you so far removed from the reality of the goal that it feels unattainable? Like, what is it? Um, and I'm going to put... I'll, so I created this this um, post, seven types of procrastinators and the thoughts that they think because you have to learn to catch yourself in the moment while it's happening so you can interrupt the habit, as Mel Robbins put it. You have to interrupt the part of your brain that has that reaction on autopilot, okay? The second lesson I gained was creating a strategy that can move through those fears so you can't avoid the fear, okay? It's only going to get louder. It's only going to get sloppier. It's only going to manifest itself even more, get even more rooted into, you know, how you operate, how you think. You have to then come up with a plan of action to, again, overwrite the current programming. So in my case, if I know that I'm a bit of a pressure addict, you know, which is one of the seven types of procrastinators, um, that things, they think that they work better under pressure, right? So they wait to the last second to try to complete a task and then are completely overwhelmed and anxiety written when a glitch happens, right? Because that's almost like when you wait to the last second to complete something that's due the next day, it's like you're almost asking for something like that to happen, you know? And then you get, you're pissed, you're like frustrated. Why is this happening right now? It's like, dude, because you waited for the last second to do this. You know what I'm saying? So, like, for instance, if I'm trying to edit photos that are due in one day, right? Procrastinating. <laughs> I get on Lightroom and my disk space is full. So now I'm like, oh, this right now? Like, ugh, why my disk space got to be full right now? I'm trying to do these photos. They do tomorrow, blah, 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 right? 
So now I can't upload my photos until I create enough space on my laptop. Now I'm spending time trying to troubleshoot this thing that's due tomorrow. So it's just small things like that. Um, and in my case, my, my base plan of action, you know what I'm saying, is to give myself space. Give myself three to five days, hell, seven days to work on this project. Um, so let's say an hour a day you know, for the next seven days or five days or whatever, but just giving my space to allow like room to breathe. If there's anything that comes up, if there's any error, something happens out of my controls, like I now have extra, I've given myself that little bit of cushion to troubleshoot, get to the root of the problem, figure out what's going on. Um, and I'm not trying to like, you know, do this in, in an hour, you know, where I have more days to really be able to give it my full attention and energy. And so doing things like that is going to completely alleviate my anxiety. You know, when I know I've set aside, I know I've set aside X amount of time to do this thing and then I hold myself accountable to it. I make it fun. That's one of my mantras when I'm, you know, when I feel myself sucking the life and fun out of a project. I always tell myself when you make it fun, the work gets done. I have to remind myself of this. When you make it fun, the work gets done. And so make it fun for you, make it fun for you to show up for yourself and your goals, you know? And lastly, the third thing that I've, that really st like stuck with me, once you have some momentum built up and I don't care if it's after three days, five days, or if, if you've completed this whole seven day challenge, right? So if you do decide to sign up for the challenge, you, you, you did all seven days, right? You're amped. You're like, okay, like every day I showed up, I did this thing. I got my goal accomplished or I got it halfway accomplished. Where, wherever you are, you have momentum built up, right? You're like, yeah, like I can, like, I can keep going. So keep going. That is what builds consistency. Keep going. That's what makes it easier to show up experiment to see results you have to keep going even if you scale back from let's say you're working on this thing two hours a day now you, you know you kind of need to take a break or you know you want to focus on something else so now you scale it back to 30 minutes just keep on going that's the most important thing you can do is to keep going and that is literally the biggest lesson I've had to learn. And I just feel different energetically when I'm like, okay, I'm working today. You know, I'm, I may have errands to run and all these other things that I want to get done. But I know my goal, my focus at the end of the day is to spend X amount of time on this thing that I haven't seen all the way through. And even if you have seen it all the way through, did you meet your goal aspects? Did you meet, you know... I don't know, maybe you wanted to, to get 10 new followers, you know, in seven days, whatever. Like, did you do it? Okay, great. You did it. Awesome. Like, let's double it. Let's get 20 new followers in 10 days or I don't know. Like, just keep on going. Keep allowing yourself to learn from this process. See what's worked. See how can you optimize it? How can you maximize it? Like, how can you make it better? How can you continue to get better and be better and grow? Like that, like I said earlier, like the key to life is just growing, evolving, like, constantly allowing yourself to be whoever you are in that moment, staying present, you know? And, and that just alleviates so much pressure that we put on ourselves to be a certain way or to have a certain thing. It's like, no, bump all of that. Like, just do you and do you to the best of your absolute ability, you know? That's one of the four agreements. Do the absolute best you can go, you can do. <laughs> 
So that is the third and final tip that I have for you. Keep going until you reach your goal and learn from each lesson along the way. Keep learning, keep growing. You know, you can never learn too much. Okay, so I hope that was helpful. This has been a long intro, we y'all, but y'all love me. So I, I give you, I send you so much love and gratitude for, for listening to this intro. <laughs> um, so I guess I hope I gave you some insight about the challenge. Again, if you are someone who is ready, and I mean ready, ready to shift out of chronic procrastination, Sign up for my seven-day challenge. The link is in the show notes. And don't forget to join the private Facebook group as well for the challenge. Um, so, yeah, if, you, if you'd like more info about my course, Activate Your Soul, Activate Yourself, again, text ACTIVATE to 718-223-3657. Or you can go ahead and schedule your clarity call using the link in the show notes. Um, what else? You can join it on the challenge that link is also going to be in the show notes or if you're on IG you can head to my IG bio and sign up there and yeah I think we can get into today's guest so I interviewed the lovely lovely Coco beautiful sister beautiful soul just so uh so insightful so much wisdom so much grace and she's so um she's a phytotherapist and we just really talk about reconnecting to earth reconnecting to mother nature to source energy to just like tapping into our intuition tapping into dreams um we talk about food because that's her thing like how can we use plants as as medicine you know and really healing that relationship to nature healing that relationship to the foods that we eat um and so i love this conversation we we actually met at a at a um health and wellness shop in brooklyn nicholas bk last november and so it was really nice to be able to finally sit down and speak with her and just pick her brain because she's i mean when i say like knowledge y'all like so much knowledge i actually would love to have her back for another for another interview because like we i wanted to i just wanted to go so much deeper but what we covered in this episode was also just extremely important, I feel like. Um, and I think you guys are really going to enjoy this episode. So I'm not going to hold y'all no more. Here is my interview with Coco, the phytotherapist. Um, please feel free to reach out to her. I have all her information linked in the show notes. If you have any questions, um, if you want to work with her, go and follow her on IG. Email her, whatever you need to do to link up with her um, and 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 get some get some help get some resources and yeah y'all so thank you all so much again for your patience for your love i appreciate y'all more than you can possibly imagine so glad to be back i'm feeling good and i will be back next week okay i promise and um so yes enjoy this episode with coco the phytotherapist <laughs> thank you thank you thank you so much for joining me today for joining us I'm super excited to be in conversation with you. I want to have you introduce yourself because I love when people introduce themselves. I just think it just kind of clears the air. We just kind of hit the ground running. So please go forward. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm Coco and I am the owner and founder of Earth's Cabinet LLC. Um, so what I am is a phytotherapist. 
um, a master clinical herbalist and a master clinical aromatherapist. Um, I also went to school for nursing. Um, so what I focus on doing is um, focusing on the organs and their organ systems to bring the body back to balance, which is um, something that's important because uh, we live, right? And life is a real thing. And sometimes people don't understand that life is a real thing because they take it for granted until something happens, right? So um, that is what I focus on. Um, if anybody is at a space where they are like, well, this has happened, so now I need assistance, I'm okay with that too, because the way I created and why I created my business um, is because one, no judgment zone is really, really important. And also because we as melanated people, um, we often don't get the services that we need the way we deserve them, right? So creating a, um, creating a business that would allow me to assist my people in bringing them, their bodies back to balance, I thought was something that would be perfect. Um, also because um, one, being from like Jamaica, my mom, literally, whenever I was sick, because I was a very sick kid, like my mom would always like go to the front yard, the backyard, get some bushes. She would like mix, grind, a steep, make poultice, make a poultice um, just to like take care of me and bring me back to health, um, which definitely worked. Um, just taking me off of the sugars and excessive salts. And, you know, as you get older, you, um, you expand your horizons by stepping out on your mm -hmm. own, right? So when you become a teenager, you're like, I can do this. I can do this all on my own. I'm going to eat whatever I want. And then you're yeah. like, oh, snap. Why does my body feel like this? And then you wind up with the constant mucus and the constant coughing and just, you know, the constant uh, diseases, mm -hmm. you know, because the word disease, when people think disease, they think that it is something that is not curable or non-treatable, mm -hmm. but it literally is a dis ease it is something that is uncomfortable something that is abnormal something that is not right within the body and the body continues to communicate with you on a daily basis but mm -hmm. until you get to that level of understanding the power of silence and listening to your body you know you have to take your steps wow so I didn't even know that the nurse, the nurse, the nurse portion of your story. I had no idea that you started, or maybe I don't know if you maybe you told me when we first met, but yeah, yeah I, did. I did not realize that. Yeah, so I decided to uh, no longer pursue nursing um, after clinicals. Mm. Um, just understanding that administering synthetics and just like 
poisons into the body and no disrespect to any doctors out there. My dad's a doctor, you feel me? So I'm like, no disrespect to what they do. They've taken their time and their studies and their energy to put themselves into that. But I took it upon myself to no longer and not even to no longer to make the executive decision to no longer do that so that I could go back to school and focus on this so that I could actually be a phytotherapist along with um, having the knowledge of what my mom has taught me since I was a kid. Wow, wow, that's yes. beautiful. And so what did that transition look like for you? Would you just make that decision? <laughs> I saw your face. <laughs> it was- oh, a powerful story, I feel it. <laughs> It was definitely uh, challenging. Mm. Um, you have moments of doubt where you're like, am I doing the right thing? Mm. You know, but then it also like brings you to a space. Sorry that it, like if my camera is like, you know, if my screen is like bouncing. Oh, no worries. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, but <clears throat> it you wind up having moments of doubt and question if you're doing the right thing because of society's normalcies, mm. right? So you're like, oh, well, I know that these things assist the body and not only do they assist the body, but God created them, mm -hmm. right? So if creator created these things, and these things have assisted the body, but then understanding that doctors um, actually came and took these herbs and made derivatives from them and created synthetics from these plants. What does that say? Mm -hmm. You know, um, a lot of people don't know, but there's like um, multiple types of herbalism. Mm -hmm. And one of my favorite uh, types of herbalism is eclectic herbalism. And I'll break that down for you. So eclectic herbalism started like back, 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 like in the, with the Roman times. Um, but these were actually real doctors who were uh, in like residencies and, and passing residencies and actually going into being a doctor and deciding to all quit and go back to nature, right? So their, uh, their saying was align with nature, mm -hmm. right? And it makes so much sense because for me, it makes sense to me. Like, I don't know about anybody else and I don't judge anybody else's uh, mind mindset uh, process of thoughts. Um, but it made so much sense to me because it's like, you only have one spirit, right? Mm. But you have two bodies. Now, people mm. won't understand that when I say that, right? But you have an immortal body and you have a physical body, this thing, right? Yeah. But also thinking about if this immortal body did not exist within this physical body, would this physical body exist? Ooh. Right? So now when you think about nature, you often think 
let's let's think about the exchange that we have mm-hmm. on a daily basis that we also take for granted that we don't give enough gratitude to the trees which are plants right mm-hmm. so we breathe in oxygen because the cre- the trees create oxygen for us to breathe in not only does does it create oxygen for us to breathe in but once we breathe in the oxygen it actually amplifies the function of our entire body right? So now when the body's done with this, what it does is it creates carbon dioxide. So that's what we breathe out to give back to the trees. It's like a constant cycle, right? So now going back to the physical and the immortal body, those two things need each other, right? Just like how humans, human beings and their physical body need the earth, right and the earth needs them but then we get into people who don't have that mindset who will uh focus more on monetary things Mm -hmm. and destroy what is really keeping you here you know so all going to saying if you do not maintain the body through maintaining the spirit how can you really find yourself being able to exist within this experience because life is an experience. This body's not here forever, but the spirit is. So when you understand that you need to take care of all of these things and also understand that all of these things have a connection because all of these things have a need for one another, you have a full circle. The full circle never stops. It never separates. It just continues to move and move and move and move. So when you understand these things, like you understand the purpose of life. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so I know you mentioned you were saying like, you know, you were having self-doubts. Are you doing the right thing? So what was that moment? What was that point where you were like kind of finally settling into like, no, I'm on my path. I'm on my purpose. Um, hmm. just, uh, finally doing it mm-hmm. took me three years to literally plan this entire business out phase wow. by phase, step by step. Cause I'm someone who's very meticulous. Um, and I've always said to my mom, like, I want to start this business. I want to assist my people. There's nobody out there that's really assisting people in this way. Mm-hmm. Granted, you have people who are um, assisting people um, in these ways, but to, to have multiple streams of this knowledge, not only being self-taught and taught by my elders, but also having the knowledge of both worlds of the medicinal you know what i mean yeah um so being able to um have the ability to actually understand specific uh terms um and being able to really explain to people like how this is breaking down in the body mm-hmm. um, based on what um, 
maybe a doctor has said because you know sometimes they can throw out terms and once again no offense to any doctors but they may throw out terms that some people may not understand right, right? and then when they throw out these terms and these people don't understand it they don't take the time to explain it mm -hmm. so that for me was um just understanding that there should be no doubt because one if I wasn't doing this, then that means that this was not my purpose, which means that this was not instilled in me subconsciously and even through my spirit, through my ancestors. Mm -hmm. You know, like this is how I think. Um, so that's where my doubt um, had a process of like just dissipating. And I just did it. I just was like, you know what? I didn't plan this out for nothing. Mm -hmm. You know, I often get dreams to do things and um, and that takes a lot of work to um, actually be in a space where you can build such a connection with spirit that you can literally get a dream or ask for a dream and mm -hmm. it will happen. And you're like, okay, well, this is, this is what I gotta do. Right, right, wow. Ooh, I have so many questions. Um, mm -hmm. Okay, so the first one is, I would love for you to break down exactly what a phytotherapist is. Mm -hmm. That's a very interesting terminology. I've never heard that word. Yeah, so when you, so it's pretty simple. Um, I am, when you think about phyto, you think of plants, mm -hmm. right? So I am a plant therapist. So I assist the body bringing the body back to balance with plants, mm -hmm. right? Something that has no type of synthetics, um, focusing on aligning the body with its actual frequency through the natural frequency. Mm. Wow. So what does that process look like? It is um, a very... One, I'm going to say it's a very beautiful process. Yeah. Um, because people, and I get back, and I'm always talking about spirit because mm -hmm. that's what it is. Like, understanding spirit at a specific level means you understand vibration and understand frequency, but also understand that vibration and frequency are two totally different things, mm -hmm. right? So when you understand the frequency of plants, when you can focus in on a plant and you can understand that it literally moved a centimeter within 30 minutes, mm. you know what I mean? When you, I'll give you a story. Um, this, I guess, will kind of further assist with breaking it down. Mm -hmm. So I have lots of plants in my house and um, I had two trees in my house. I had a hibiscus tree Ooh. and I had a, yeah, it was beautiful. And I had a ficus benjamina and um, both very temperamental, one calmer than the other, mm -hmm. but when you build a relationship with plants, 
you build a relationship with the frequency. You build mm. a relationship with the spirit. You build a relationship with assisting the plant in balancing its own vibration, right? So now your plant can communicate with you and not just like, oh, I need water. Oh, <laughs> you gave me water. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's, um, everything that is alive has a spirit and everything communicates immortally because Mm. that is the energy, right? Right. So having, I, one time I knew that my trees were going to transition and um, the same thing for my large pothos plant, which is still here Mm -hmm. over like two years now. Um, But um, my dream very vividly, I still remember this, this was probably like three years ago. I was standing in one spot, my hibiscus was here and my ficus was over here. Mm-hmm. And I seen my hibiscus levitate and flip what? over. Yep. And fly over. This is all in the dream. <laughs> I promise you, I promise you. Wow. It levitated, flipped and flew over to the ficus benjamina and the ficus benjamina flew over and like they disappeared, right? And I was like, I woke up and I was like, okay, my plants are gonna transition. And that just gave me chills. Even though that was a dream, that just gave me chills. Dreams are dreams are another form of reality that we don't think about. If you like, like, dreams are a real thing what makes you think that and not saying you but like what makes you think that they're not you know there's there's no way that you can have this moment in life and be like oh shoot I dreamt that Mm. you know what I mean Mm. just like with my pothos I had my pothos at a very high um space and I had a dream that my pothos communicated with me and I seen the vine and the vine was turning brown Mm. Right. So then I said, all right, I'm going to give this two days. I woke up. I said, all right, I'm going to give this plant two days. Um, Within two days, that same specific, um, that same specific vine stem started to brown in the same way it was in the dream, which basically meant that the plant was telling me, you need to move me. Mm -hmm. You need to move me or else I will no longer be here. So I moved it. Like, this is what I mean. Like, this is for me how deep uh, of a work I do because mm-hmm. this is not just about healing a physical body. This is about healing and adjusting a spirit. Mm-hmm. Because once again, without a spirit, a body does not exist. Wow. Wow, that is so deep. And I'm also wondering too, because I was, when you were were just sharing that story, I was like, wow, you literally have like, you communicate telepathically with these plants, first of all. And then Mm -hmm. second of all, I'm also wondering, is that connection so strong because this is your purpose? Meaning if I were someone who wanted to develop this sort of relationship, do you feel like your connection is a little bit more stronger because this is your path, this is your purpose. I may have the desire to seek out this kind of information and this, and this kind of knowledge and to um, deepen my connection to the plant realm. 
You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I do. Um, to answer that, I will say that is not the reason. Mm. It has everything to do with your ancestors. Mm. It has everything also to do with how much work you put into your spirit in order for your spirit to focus on allowing your physical body to to listen to it, to allow your physical body to allow the spirit to be in charge opposed to the physical body being in charge of the spirit. You know, Um, it it is a work and it is a heavy work and it is years of work and it is a continuous work. It is something that never ends. You must always continue to work on your spirit because Mm -hmm. you are always elevating. You may not be elevating and evolving at the same pace as other people. And you might be like, dang, well, they got here. Mm -hmm. Um, So why am I not here? Let me do this to like, see if I can get there. But then the universe is going to be like, hold up, hold up, hold up. But that's not your mission. Mm. That's not your mission. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put the block, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I'm yeah. going to put the block up in the road and now I'm going to lock the door and now I'm going to remove that key. I'll give mm. it back to you when you're ready to open the door. Wow. 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 Yeah. Yeah. What advice what tips do you have for someone who may be going through that experience right there just trying to like really get into their purpose trying to hone in on their what it is that their their mission right what it is they're here to do and to accomplish um and they're experiencing block after block after block it's like when you do take that step back what advice would you have for someone to to then be able to reflect to, to pivot to like you know like what do you feel like is those those next few steps that are so crucial to really realigning you with spirit essentially to go through it Mm. there's no other way yeah there's literally no other way that's like that's like saying i know i need to eat these things i know i need to intake these nutrients but i don't feel like it You know what I mean? Mm. That's like saying, I know my kidneys are hurting and I know I need to drink a lot of water, but I'm not going to do that today. You know, so you have to you have to go through the process like there's there's no escaping evolution because everybody has a specific time on this plane. Mm. A lot of people don't know that they have the option of elongating or shortening. Mm the time that they have here right Mm -hmm. now when you allow yourself to be patient and go through the um the process of finding the door constantly slam in your face yeah right you are forced by spirit ancestors universe to listen yeah they're yeah. telling you to sit yeah. down, sit down. Yeah. What are you doing? That's not your time yet. You got too much work to do. Now I'm going to force you to sit down. Now I'm going to force you to think. Now I'm going to force and allow this rush of all of these thoughts to really just like overwhelm you. Why? Because you now need to pick. 
you need to pick these things out so that you can put the right puzzle pieces together. You know what I mean? Um, so when you are forced to sit down by spirit and not a physical body, you sit down, you listen. Mm. Spirit is always in charge, always in charge. Mm. Can't live without it. Wow. You can't I, not live with it, you know? I feel, I feel like that right there, what you just said, I feel like that just hit me in my heart chakra so hard. I knew that was that was a message for me directly, I'm sure for other people as well, but I, I know that was, whew, that was, yeah, because mm-hmm. I, I, you know, and I was, as we were talking before we got started, I was sharing about, you know, what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. and that's exactly that's literally what you just said is what happened like I had to get forced to like really sit down and focus mm-hmm. you know I'm in the middle of this procrastination challenge to focus okay a why am I procrastinating so much b why am I not focusing it's too many options to me distractions to me this to me that and I really had to get to a point where I was like well I'm here in this situation now and I can either a let it get the best of me or I can b make the most of it and so mm-hmm. I chose the latter because you know circling back to mental health emotional health all that stuff is like I know that me completely stagnant me not at least trying to maneuver through this these rocky waters it's just going to lead to depression it's going to lead to so many things that it's like and I can just hear spirit being like we don't have time for that like we don't have time to be depressed like we need to like do what you can do with what you have right now and keep pushing like we don't have time for that kind of setback not right now you know mm-hmm. and and so I was like all right so what do I need to do then because I'm not sure how to navigate this and that's when I got this challenge so just to hear you really confirm that like you got to just sit down you got to sit down and focus um which even takes me back to my question I wanted to ask you when you were talking about starting your business how it took you three years because you were planning and trying to get everything together um, so what were you doing in the meantime of planning and preparing yourself to launch this business? And, and how were you feeling in those three years? Like, were you like, you know what, I'm, it's going to take however long it takes for me to feel confident to launch this thing. Or were you, were you like up in arms? Like, what did that look like for you? Um, that was a space where I really just allowed myself to be guided. Mm-hmm. Um, I also did create my first uh, weekly supplement plan. Okay. Uh, and that is when I conducted um, my test studies okay. on real people. Um, just taking down information, um, a lot of praying, mm. a lot of setting intentions, a lot of allowing myself to um, appreciate the process, um, allowing myself to show myself gratitude. Mm. You know, we don't often show ourselves gratitude. Only time we will show ourselves gratitude is like, oh, well, I'm going to go get my hair done or I'm going to go get a massage or I'm just going to go and buy some some clothes or that's not gratitude. That mm-hmm. is uh, physical, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and that's OK. It's yeah. great to treat yourself like like don't get me wrong, but 
showing gratitude by showing love, like writing a letter to yourself, buying yourself some plants, Mm -hmm. taking the time out to breathe, shutting your phone off, Mm -hmm. gratitude, staying in silence so that you can actually hear your thoughts, sift through your thoughts. You ever like see when somebody's sifting powder and Mm -hmm. you see the powder looks like it's falling so beautifully. Mm -hmm. And then when the flower hits the platform, it grows into a cone. Yeah. So it's the same thing. And showing yourself that much gratitude to the point that it continues to build and build and build. So the more flour that you have in the sifter and the more you sift the flour is the taller the flour will become to the point that it can actually touch the sifter itself. Wow. Right? So, So showing yourself gratitude really takes you through because when you show yourself the gratitude, you learn to love yourself more, but not only do you learn to love yourself more, you actually allow yourself to take full responsibility of understanding that you are growing without large amounts of fear, if any fear at that. Mm. Mm. And what are some ways you feel like you're able to really navigate through those, those bouts of fear? Good question. Um, Being within the fair. Mm -hmm. Literally got to throw yourself in the fire. Like you literally have to. Um, Because you know how they say that, you know, God gives you a gift, but if you don't utilize it, that gift will be removed. Yeah. It's very true. Um, It's very, very true because something that you wanted to do somebody else will wind up doing but also you have an advantage to that which is to understand i'm sorry i'm just trying to get the glare of the sun from out of the screen so much okay um something that you have to understand is that you have an advantage and that advantage is understanding that there's nobody like you Mm -hmm. nobody so that means nobody thinks the way you think Nobody feels the way you feel. People may have similar feeling and similar thoughts, but there is only one original. That's like saying, oh, um, I'm going to, I'm going to actually propagate this plant. Now that I clipped this stem and I placed it in the water, I'm watching it root, right? Mm -hmm. So now that it is rooted long enough, I can actually put it into some soil but now that is not an original right Mm. it's just like getting uh it's just like having a social security card and you lose it now you Mm -hmm. get a copy Mm -hmm. it's not it's no longer the original Mm -hmm. it's just like with your dna and your rna and your mrna so you have your you have your original and then you have your copies Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So understanding that you are the original, that means that nobody else can do it like you do it. But if you don't do it when you need to do it because you feel to do it, it won't have the same outcome. Wow.
So you mean like just following that first initial like, ooh, I should do blah, 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 blah. Absolutely, because that feeling don't come from nowhere. Mm. It's, it, it's, it, it's not like, it's not like being like, oh, hair, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like that's from deep down, you know, that's from deep down, that's from deep within, which means still from deep down. Mm-hmm. Um, and people don't understand these things that we are prompted to do, because prompt, I feel, is like the right term to use, mm-hmm. don't come from just anywhere. Like, I constantly have to go back to spirit because you got to understand you have ancestors that were doing these things before you mm-hmm. were, right? So this is an energetic pass down. Wow. Just thinking about, or, or like, use it and I don't want to use this as an example but I feel like this is best best to use as an example because people will understand it Mm -hmm. slavery Mm -hmm. ancestors constantly had to go through the pains of fighting to try to get their freedom Mm -hmm. and these things are still happening till this day right right so when you get prompts they're coming from other forms and streams of energy that are also energetically attached to you in some way. You may not mm-hmm. know who they are because they probably existed over a hundred years ago, yeah. but they're still part of you because they're still part of the bloodline. They're still part of the lineage. Mm-hmm. So you will always have, you will always have, um, messages sent to you always always Mm, wow thank you for sharing that that was powerful powerful. um so i did i do want to touch on a few more things when it comes to um our diet how we eat the way we eat um how to really shift that mindset to eating um more clean eating more whole fruits and vegetables Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm actually going to kick it off with, because this is something I struggle with, figuring out what to eat for breakfast. I know, now I know you're vegan, right? Yeah. So I eat eggs and I eat, you know. Um... There's no judgment though. So <laughs> the, even, you know what? It's so crazy that you're saying this mm-hmm. because the way, like also thinking about the way you say it, uh, lets you know how you feel Mm -hmm. about whether someone is going to judge you about it or not which is Mm -hmm. why I stated there's no judgment yeah okay um I'm gonna let you finish now but I just wanted to throw that out there because I need you to keep that up there yeah yeah well thank you thank you for that um -hmm. so okay so I eat eggs um and one thing that I struggle with a lot is figuring out what to eat for breakfast you know they say that's the most important meal of the day um blah 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 blah. um I guess that is if you're not like into intermittent fasting or or whatever the case may be right but I I tend to get into these like kind of routines like for instance for I don't know how many months on end I was eating like eggs potatoes every day like maybe some avocado as well um but which is fine for me but I just want to make sure like if this is the most important meal of the day like am I starting that day off the in the most energetic and the most nourishing way possible is there other other things that I can begin to incorporate um you know for breakfast that would actually be more beneficial 
that will help, you know, maybe more mood boosters. You know, sometimes we kind of get you know, a little groggy and just trying to like get into the rhythm of the flow of like our, our morning, starting our day. So I am just curious to, to hear like, what are some um, suggestions that you may have? And I'm, and I'm open to vegan options too. Like I, I'm not opposed to, you know, trying something new, trying something different or whatever. Um, but yeah, I just wanna make sure I'm, I'm getting as much nutrients as I possibly can. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the answer I'm gonna give you is an answer you're not expecting. Okay. Don't eat anything. Mm. Don't eat anything. Okay. So I do not eat uh, before like 12, one o'clock. Mm. Um, and um, I fast often. Mm -hmm. um, and not everybody is ready to fat, be an avid faster, right? right? But also, the reason why I say don't eat anything is because you give your body time to assist itself in resetting, but also catching up with itself. You have a bodily clock, mm -hmm. right? And we'll start from 11 p.m., right? You have your liver mm -hmm. that is detoxing it starts its process of detoxing at 11 p.m., right? So 11 to 12, 12 to one, right? Now, this is the organ that's going to focus on being one, it's the largest organ in the body. Mm -hmm. Two, it has about 400 properties for the body. Wow. And three, it keeps the blood clean up toxins and poisons, right? Mm -hmm. Now, when you think about it, what time does a club open? <laughs> you feel me? Okay. <laughs> 10, 11, where's the first place people go? The right. bar, yep. right? Yep. Yep. So yep. this, like people are not understanding the disservice that they're doing to their bodies. Then, Let's jump, let's jump to the pancreas, right? So if I'm correct, the pancreas is, um, yes, detoxing and cleansing itself between the hours of one and three. Wow. So the pancreas is an extremely important organ. It is the organ that produces insulin, releases insulin into the body to focus on, say, for instance, if you eat sugar like so say for instance like uh you felt like you were going to say like oh well I need a snack let me just get some ice cream <laughs> as soon as you put two spoons of ice cream in your mouth the body registers that sugar and the um the pancreas is like okay now I got to release this insulin because that's a lot of sugar so now wow. I have to focus on balancing this out right so then you have that from one to three, from three to five, you have your lungs, mm -hmm. right? So from three to five, your lungs are focusing on clearing everything out. Then you have from five to seven, you have your stomach. Mm -hmm. You hear me now? Wow. Thinking about that, your stomach just finished 
cleansing yourself. So now it's taking a nap, right? Mm -hmm. So now when you wake up and you're like, oh, I got to go to work or, oh, I got to do this. Now I'm going to eat this breakfast. And what time you eat breakfast? Eight, nine in the morning. It's like startling a baby out of his sleep. Wow. So now you got to focus. The, the, the stomach is like, oh, my God, I just took a nap. All right. So let me just start moving again. I don't got no more energy, but I'm going to keep pushing and I'm going to keep mm-hmm. working because you're not giving your body a break. Mm-hmm. So now your body's in constant overdrive. Wow. And now, now that certain parts of the body are working more, now these got to work faster to get to the same pace Mm -hmm. so now there's like overcompensation like you got to give the body a rest you have to give the body a rest so I always tell people don't eat in the morning Mm -hmm. take your tea if you're going to eat something make sure that it's a high enzymatic thing like a fruit okay eat some fruits drink some tea drink some water Mm-hmm. Stomach love water in the in the morning. Loves water. Loves water. You know, um, it further flushes out everything and the residual of what the stomach's been working on cleaning out, you know. Um, and then thinking about the fact that the stomach carries hydrochloric acid in it, right? Okay. So it's like you really say like, or you really come to realize like the body's such a beautiful thing because how can I still be alive and carry all this acid? The body creates ammonia naturally. The body creates peroxide naturally. You know what I mean? So if you think about, so when you think about, and I'm going to jump, but I'm coming back. Mm -hmm. When you jump to the ammonia, right? Think about your renal system. That's your kidneys. That's going to be your other filtration system. So this is going to, these two little things that look like kidney beans, Mm -hmm. right? Hence the name kidneys, right? They actually focus on processing and breaking down salts, minerals, the mineral salts and compounds. These are the harder things to break down, right? Mm -hmm. Also, they focus on breaking down the ammonia because if you think about like sometimes people don't drink a lot of water Mm -hmm. or sometimes you might have um, a smell when you wipe yourself and it smells high of ammonia Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of uric acid in the body right Mm -hmm. and sometimes what can tend to happen is if there's an abundance of it it'll start to crystallize in the joints wow right so what that leads to is inflammation and deterioration. So when I say water, mm-hmm. <laughs> teas, fruits, do that. Or get just like, get like if you have a juicer, juice some fruits and, and, or, and or vegetables. And that's it. Like drink that and put that in your stomach. Um, if you want to do something that is, or eat something that is going to um, allow you to remain full, mm-hmm. create a smoothie with a banana. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Now, a lot of people say, I'm going to mix the berries and the fruits with the vegetables. You always kind of want to keep those separate. Okay. Okay. The only thing that you should really be mixing with like a green is like a green apple okay. or like an, or an apple or a pear and, and like a key lime. Um, but all of the other things like, like I'm going to mix the pineapples with the kale and mm -hmm. you got to understand that there are different types of acidities and types of um, um, things that actually do not mix just like how you have herbs that should not be mixed together because mm -hmm. you can kill somebody or kill yourself, you know? So something light. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Mm. And I was, it's so funny as you were breaking down what each organ, like the time frame that they're kind of in, in action, in motion, it, um, <laughs> it kind of jogged this, 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 uh, I don't know what to call it. I'm called a memory for right now, um, mm -hmm. or or this this information that I that I know of about the the Egyptian book of the dead and how each hour they had you know they had different each god or goddess had like an hour that they would like you know um, worship or pay homage to or whatever. And so Absolutely. just hearing you break that down, I was like, yo, like things like that really blow my mind because the, the as you were saying as you refer to yourself being so meticulous, it's like the, the meticulousness of the body, of life, of energy, of the things that, we, like you said, we just take for granted. Uh -huh. It really is, there's a rhyme and there's a reason. And we've just been so disconnected from, from what's the word I want to use? From honoring those those things, those aspects of our ancestry and, that, and those aspects of, of life that it's like, we don't even know about that stuff. Right. You know, like we don't even, not even in our awareness whatsoever. And even just me personally, I had no idea that the stomach operated from this time to that time or the pancreas mm -hmm. or whatever. We just think it's all in my body. It's all doing what it's supposed to do, you know? And, and so everything is on a schedule. Yeah. That is so interesting to me. That is so interesting to me. It's super profound how, like, how meticulous our bodies are just naturally. Yep naturally yep that's why i wow. always say like understanding how selfless um and selfless and lacking selfishness mm -hmm. the body is and how it just literally works endlessly to keep you alive like you have to reciprocate it is a real mm. thing but in order to reciprocate you have to want to be able to take the time to get to know your body because you also have to understand that your body doesn't work like another person's body mm. You can have two different blood types, which means that your body is functioning differently, especially if you're putting something different, like putting the same ingredient in the bodies that have two different blood types, like everything is different. Wow. So you have to take the time to understand the body, take the time to listen to the body, because this gives you literally the ears to hear all the answers that the body is giving you, like it's like an open book test. Mm -hmm. You just gotta study. 
And when you study, you pass. So passing is reciprocating because once you reciprocate, you can actually figure out, all right, well, this is the problem. My stomach said this, and now I'm getting a little nauseous, which means yeah. now I should be putting this in my body. Oh, whew. five hours later, gosh, I feel so much better. I still might feel a little queasy, but I feel a lot better, mm. which means the body is responding to this reciprocation, wow. you know? Where, where are some of your um, suggestions as far as resources if you're wanting to start to do that work, start to do that inquiry in, in your body? What do you mean? Like be a little bit more specific. Um, just as far as like you were saying, um, you have to you have to start to listen to your body, right? So yeah. just, just with the example that you gave, I'm starting to feel nauseous. So where I wake up every morning, I'm always feeling nauseous. Like I don't know what this, you know, what's wrong with me. I don't know what this is. It's like, where would you go to start finding those resources to be like, okay, let me look on XYZ, this page, this um, site or whatever. Oh, to- like that type of resource. Mm-hmm. Okay. So first and foremost, I'm just going to say, just because this is just how my mind works. Yeah. Um, you said like an example of like, oh, well, I wake up every morning and I'm nauseous for some reason. That automatically leads to me automatically thinking about the hydrochloric acid and the imbalance right? Mm-hmm. Um, also understanding that the stomach has a mucous membrane, which also leads me to understanding like the more imbalanced this becomes can possibly lead to an ulcer, mm. right? But now as far as resources, I would highly, highly first recommend this book. I don't even have it here. Huh? Um, it's a book from um, Dr. Layla Africa. Okay. It is called New- Yes. Yes. Um I'm like I'll link at- it in the show notes for people. Yeah, to be yeah, yeah. Layla sure. Africa. Yeah, Dr. Layla Africa. Okay. And with a K A, not a C A. Okay. The name of the book is called Nutricide. Nutricide. Oh wow. Yes. Yeah. So um that is an excellent book. That's an excellent book. So it focuses on breaking down how society um, and uh, the medical industry or the pharmaceutical industry um, focuses on thriving off of the breakdown of Black bodies through foods. Mm. Um, so that is definitely a book I would highly recommend anybody who has a question that you just um, used mm-hmm. um, or asked um, as an eye opener and as first steps, um, depending on your mental uh, abilities of taking in this information, you might get a little scared mm-hmm. or you might become very uh, um, paranoid. Yes, very paranoid about everything that you eating, everything that you're buying. Mm -hmm. But I always tell people when I recommend this book to read this and absorb it. Don't just like, oh my God, I just read this. So this is what this means. Like Mm -hmm. read it and absorb it and understand the message behind what he is saying. Mm -hmm. 
the book is not that big. It's probably about here, okay. maybe about 300 and something pages. It's a, it's a fairly um, quick read, but it is a book that I would highly recommend anybody to read, um, like really trying to, especially if they're really trying to understand themselves and understand the body and also understanding how the body is affected by things that are processed and or inorganic. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah, I'm definitely gonna look into that. Um, mm -hmm. I'm very curious, I'm very curious. Um, and it, it's funny because as you were talking, I'm just like, yeah, black people always the we always the leading cause or lead or leading the numbers of being at risk with diabetes or being at risk with this mm -hmm. thing. I'm just like, why is it always black people? Why are we always the ones sickle cell anemia, this, that, and third? I'm just like, how did it become us? <laughs> like, how are we always yeah. at the top of the list? It's because there, um, and this is my thought. People can disagree with me if they'd like, mm -hmm. but it's an agenda. I mean, it's it's clear and it's evident, you know. Um, and also just understanding that our genetic build is one of the strongest genetic makeups of any other type of being. Mm. The amount of the amount of melanin that we have in our bodies. Um, so something that like, if you're reading this book and anybody else, um, Dr. Lila Africa will, on, um, he'll break down the melanin and how, because of the amount of melanin that we have mm -hmm. um, paired with the, amount of processed foods and uh, bodily breakdown foods mm -hmm. we consume, it allows us as melanated people to have more of an addiction than the others. Um, because what's happening with the melanin is when you intake something, the melanin kind of holds on to it, right? Because it's focusing on preventing it from spreading everywhere else in the body, right? So now it's holding on to it so that it can, once it hits, give me one second. That was a siren. <laughs> I didn't want it to be like, so. <laughs> no worries. So, um, so, it builds up to a point that um, there is an abundance so that it can let it go. It can release it out of the body, mm -hmm. right? But if we don't assist our bodies in being able to filter this out, like it'll continuously hold on to it, which means now it feels like it's always needed. It's a need, mm. it's a need. Whether it's a drug, whether it's a, um, a processed food, whether it's a sugar, like the melanin holds on to it right and the more it holds on to it and the longer it holds on to it it focuses on breaking it down right um so 
a very, very excellent book um, to start with, okay. literally. Oh, wow, this has been such an amazing conversation. I feel like I have so many questions. I feel like there, there are so many other things that I wanted to hit on. I don't know, we might have to have you back or I don't know if you're open to doing other forms of collaboration, but I'm just like, uh -huh. I wanna get deeper, but I also wanna be mindful of our time. Um, so I do have a few more questions. One may be highly controversial, but just because of your nursing background and just everything that you're currently doing now, all of the insight and the information and the education that you hold, I have to ask you this question. How are you feeling about the vaccine? Mm. Ah. <laughs> this is really controversial. I was kind of hoping that this question <laughs> I know, and I'm. And this, listen, this is in no way to persuade anyone's anything. Like you do what's best for you and yours, but for me and me, because I only have me to worry about and consider right now. Um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Let's. Okay, so I'm just gonna make my answer very short. Okay. Like very short and to the point. <laughs> Literally. Okay. <laughs> The body was built to heal itself. Mm. That's it. Ashe. 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 I respect that. I really <laughs> respect that and understand that 100%. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Okay. Wonderful. Thank you for that. Thank you. For that. You're welcome. You. No, seriously, thank you. Because um, I know you're saying that with a lot of insight. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I, I appreciate that answer. Thank you. Um, no worries. <laughs> So I'm also curious, just overall with this whole pandemic and everything that we've just kind of had to go through, had to endure over the last year, and even though we're still kind of coming out of it, it's, it's, you know, it's a slow, we're slowly kind of getting back to into our rhythm or whatever. I'm curious, how did you navigate 2020? What did that look like for you? It was beautiful. Mm -hmm. Like it was literally beautiful. Like for me, I was like, wow, this the, this is the first time in a very very long time obviously within our generations mm -hmm. um uh that creators shut the whole world down mm -hmm. and i thought that that was the most beautiful thing and you know aside from the transitions mm -hmm. that took place but it was one of the most beautiful moments because literally the universe forced everybody to sit down. Yeah. Sit down. Don't go nowhere. Now you gotta be in the house. Now you gotta now you gotta spend time with your kids. Mm -hmm. Now you have to focus on yourself. Mm -hmm. Now you gotta do what you gotta do. You know what I mean? Like there's been so much growth um, with people um through this uh this happening, mm -hmm. um, I don't like to use that 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 p word. Okay, <laughs> you know, and mm -hmm. you can use it if you want, but you know, just me. Like, I just thought that this was a blessing in disguise, yeah. and if people weren't able to um, see that, then you know it will reveal itself in due time. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, totally, that's great. Totally second that 100%. Um, yeah, I had, a, I had a very similar response and, and navigation throughout this time and, and just working through a lot of my demons, working through a lot of ego, working through a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff that just really needed to just be released and to shed so that way I could, you know, continue down my own path and journey. So I, I definitely um, took advantage of the time and, and am still taking advantage of it you know what I mean because yeah because this this is really a time to do the thing do the thing whatever it is I don't know I don't care whatever it is like do it if this didn't show you to take advantage of your time and your energy yeah I don't know what else will (laughs) yes precisely that yeah yeah 100% 100%. well I just want to say thank you thank you thank you so much um I'm so grateful that we were able to do this and it's funny because when we first started talking I was like you were the first person that I told to start this podcast the first when we first met I was like I woke up and I had a dream that I started a podcast and we were just when we met and Nicholas became we were just kind of going back and forth and discussing and I was just like wow what a full circle moment now here you are on my look at that and I'm I'm just I think this is so beautiful so you should be proud of yourself Thank you, my love. I, I am, I am, I am, I am. And mm-hmm. I'm learning to do that more, to, to give myself more gratitude, as you mentioned earlier. So Absolutely. Yes, that was beautiful words of wisdom. Um, anything else that you would like to leave the people with? Any shares? You know, tell people about your social media, your website, oh, yeah. all of that. <laughs> So I'm currently building my website because I am a very meticulous person. So (laughs) I literally have a way that I needed to look before, you know, like certain people are like, why don't you just do it and fix it throughout? No, the experience that I give people like in person Mm -hmm. is the same experience that you should have when we're not in person. Mm, So... But it'll be up soon. <laughs> um, but um, you can find me at Earth's Cabinet LLC. You will find a tree, and um, the roots will say Earth's Cabinet. Um, so I will definitely say that that page is full of tons and tons of information. Um, it's extremely informative. I've created a um, a glossary of blood types um, as far as the basics, the breakdown of the characteristics, as well as foods that are of service and disservice to that blood type in mm. that body. Um, throughout the page, I am building a glossary on medical terms, anatomy and physiology, botany, which is the study of plants, mm-hmm. um, as well as... Um, you know, complications within the body. Um, You'll have an herbal glossary that you will find on there, Um, a glossary with all of my teas, a glossary with all of my bottled products. Like everything is, once again, very organized and very meticulous Mm -hmm. because I need for people to find it easy to navigate through. You know, like I don't need things to be all over the place. And don't get me wrong for anybody who... Um, does feel like their stuff is all over the place you have to understand that you are in a journey where you're constantly growing and constantly learning right Mm -hmm. and you will find or it'll come to you how you need 
your presentation or your presence to look uh, via social media, mm -hmm. you know? So yeah, that's mm -hmm. how you can find me. And that's the information that you will get. Awesome, sweet. Well, thank you so much for that. Um, oh man, I thought there was something that I wanted to mention. Darn, <laughs> slipped my mind. No worries though. I know I'm sure we will definitely be in touch um, and continue to to correspond with one another. So I'm grateful that we were able to really, like I said, sit down and have this conversation. Yes, um, so and thank I, you for having me. Oh yeah, it was my pleasure just to pick your brain. I'm like, like I said, I have so many other questions, but well, part two, y'all, is gonna be a part two. Come back and <laughs> we can we can get deeper because you know I want to like tap into more spirituality and like it's fine. We, it's, it's more coming soon. So okay. Um, <laughs> So thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Um, enjoy the rest of your beautiful day and I will be in touch. <laughs> you as well. Thank you so much and have a great remainder of your day. So. Thank you. Right, Peace. Bye -bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you like what you heard today, please subscribe and leave a rating or a review. Now don't forget I'm picking the best review at the end of the month and giving that person a free 30-minute energy reading. So be sure to leave a review for the chance to be selected.